Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Miss Dark and Twisty. My name is Jenny. My name is Dominique. And we are finally at it after 20 minutes. We're trying to figure out how to get us to record this. Even though I do it once a week. It's okay. It's we okay. all have brain farts. You have mom brain. It's okay. Thank you. We we forgive you. Thank you, Jenny. So this week it's going to be uh, an interesting episode, to say the least. It's a fun one. This week we're talking about The Conjuring House. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies is The Conjuring. My girlfriend refuses to watch it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's something about The Conjuring that she just doesn't enjoy. I mean, I get it. She also refuses to watch any paranormal things in this house. So, I, I, also I understand. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a great film. It really was. Oh my god. I think it is one of the better ones. I don't know. If we, have we seen it together? I think I did see it with you. I remember seeing Sinister uh, with you. I saw Sinister with you? I think so. Or Sinister 2. I, I know I saw both. I remember vividly chanting Sinister Dose. Sinister Dose. <laughs> See, she's the one with the memory in this group. I have a big memory for the stupidest things. So, I have fun facts at the end. And uh, interesting realizations. While, um doing research on this house so are you ready to get into it and then have your mind blown at the end with what i mean I'm tell you let's find out if you can actually blow my mind because i have some doubts let's get into it so the conjuring house the house was built in 1736 and it is located in harrisville rhode island it is a 14-room house, and it has a basement. We can't forget the creepy-ass basement. The basement, I think, is the most haunted place in that fucking house. Oh, it 100% is. It is the creepiest-looking shit. The house was around during the time of the Civil War, and the house withheld like numerous storms, which... I don't know how the hell it survived that because you look at the house now and it kind of looks like it wouldn't survive a storm, but it, good it for the looks house. pretty fine to me. The demon saved it. <laughs> <laughs> the demon saved it. Sure. One of the past residents of the house claimed that the house is a farmhouse disguised as a portal. You know what? I see it. Me Not going to lie. I see it. No. Now, we get into the story that everyone knows of The Conjuring. So this nice family in December of 1970, Roger and Caroline Perrin with their five daughters, Andrea, Christine, Nancy, Cindy, and April, moved into the house, which was called the Arnold Estate. Fancy. I don't know why it's called the Arnold Estate. Like, I don't get how that works. <laughs> um... Like, does somebody it, it name might, the house? It, it might be from the family before. 
Oh, maybe. Don't quote me on any of that. It was in the same family for eight generations before them, so maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I'm sure you could Google it. So Andrea was the one that, like, I would say talked most to the press. So much of, like, the facts and information are going to be from Andrea. Yeah. So Andrea stated that her mom found the farmhouse on accident back in June of 1970. And Andrea described the previous homeowner of the Arnold estate as being a kind and generous spirit. And he captured the family's heart. I mean, good job on him and like tricking the family to move into that demon house. Yeah, considering the history of that house before they even moved in, it it was great acting on his part. Oh yeah, I mean that's what you gotta do. If like I'm selling a house that's possessed by like Satan himself, I'm gonna be like, come on in, it's wonderful, nothing happens. Please take <laughs> a seat on this chair that just levitates sometimes. You get a free ride. Dude, there I I don't remember where it was, but I was on Facebook scrolling one day and there was actually a house that the real estate people like didn't want to sell because it was so haunted. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know where it is. It Danny, was we had to move there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's cheap as hell if nobody wants to move in. Jenny, we gotta <laughs> move in there. It's it's the only way. We gotta buy the house. We gotta it'll be like haunting in Connecticut. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll just bless it, you know? It's fine. I mean, first off, we could bless it with our presence. Second off, <laughs> That's it. That's exactly um, it. Second, um, I'm pretty sure we would probably just irritate them. They're going to be like, these people aren't scared. They're fucking encouraging us to haunt them. Why are these people so, like, I don't know, stupid? <laughs> I keep seeing this stupid thing on TikTok, and it's like the voice of Shaggy is like, I may be a cracker, but I'm not one of those. And I feel like that's, I just picture me going in there and being like, demons, I'm here. I'll be the one outside being like, what the fuck are you doing? I'd be in there like, come on, demons, come give me a hug. You would literally probably walk in with open arms. I would. I'd be so excited. I'd love to have my friends come over and levitate in the chairs. You know, it's going to be nice service. The demons will just have, like, their chairs. They'll scoop them up, bring them to the dining room table. It'll be nice. 10 out of 10 service. I guarantee if we ever go on an actual paranormal investigation, you're the one who's everyone's going to have to slap to shut up. Definitely, because I'm going to be like, come here, where's my demons? You're the one who's either going to get possessed, or we're literally going to have to tape your mouth shut. But see, I feel like I'd be kind of excited, because I'd be like, ooh, I don't have to feel emotions now, the demons are taking over. <laughs> uh, I'm in therapy, we're good. <laughs> I mean, I think we may need to up your therapy a little bit. Help my Zoloft. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, I'm God. Good, I, swear. <laughs> I don't know. I question it every day with you. You love me. I, I question it. <laughs> I ain't trying to get possessed by, like, a spirit because of you. It'd be fun. Oh, my God. Don't so worry. Like- we, have a, we have an Instagram video we had to put up of Spirit Halloween and one of the scene, well, quote-unquote scenes, uh, 
we have your husband telling you no to get another Ouija board. So, I mean, realistically, Dominique is not the type of person that we probably want around. Yes, you do. So, getting back to my demonic house that I would 100% buy and live in, there's reports from the neighbors that's like stated that they told the parent family to leave the lights on during the nighttime. Like, you just move into this house and like you're so excited. You're like, oh boy, I bought this house. And then a the creepy the- ass neighbor just goes, hey, leave the lights on. Leave whatever you do. Leave the damn lights on. And the, the funny part is, like, after that warning, like, if a person walks up to you, just like a random neighbor, and they go, whatever you do, always keep your lights on. I would either, one, call the cops on that neighbor just to see if he has any <laughs> issues, or two, get the fuck out of there. I'd stay, but it's not a surprise to anyone. Okay. So, like, I know you would, but I also know your husband, and your husband would be like, honey, pack the shit up. We are leaving immediately. I would only leave now because I have Hunter. But if I didn't have Hunter, I would stay. I I thank God for Hunter every day because <laughs> if, if Hunter wasn't here and we were doing this, this shit would have been a hundred times stupider. Oh, in yeah. the worst way possible. Absolutely. But good news with the house is the parent family, they only experience paranormal stuff starting off in like small increments. So like things around the house would happen. They're just like innocent. So like an example is Caroline would notice that like a broom would be misplaced. Strange noises would be coming from different rooms in the house. Caroline would sleep the kitchen floor and then she would like turn around and she would see dust where she just swept. I would be annoyed. Right? Imagine like, imagine you just clean your kitchen and you turn around and there's fucking dirt on the floor again. I'd be so annoyed. Or like I just organize like my whole like living room and then it just gets like fucked up. Um, first off, my OCD would never let Same. me. Same. Like no. Like at this point, I'd rather be levitating in a chair than you messing up my room that's just cleaned. Especially if they happen like often, which I'm sure it did. Oh no. yeah, I'd be so Absolutely mad. Absolutely fuck not. So the family like believed that the spirit was like more innocent and nothing like dangerous. So when guests would come over, the spirit would act up more and the spirit would be louder. And one day, Caroline was in the kitchen, and she saw two men sitting at the dining room table. One of the men's spirits pointed to her, and the other man's spirit looked over at her. And they were just kind of, like, shocked. Like, the spirits were shocked that Caroline saw them. So, (laughs) Caroline also witnessed an apparition of a woman at the kitchen window, and the woman was in a white dress. Is this Bathsheba? Not my girl yet. Not She's yet. Coming later on. Oh, so, this is the more innocent one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a cute one. She's she's cute. We like her. So, 
the family also reported hearing spirits telling them words like hello and you know the nicer ones like get out if a spirit told me to get the fuck out i would listen i would my ass would have ran out the door (laughs) i'd be like all right i must stay so the youngest daughter april she had an imaginary friend and his name was oliver and he lived in her closet as time went on the spirit revealed himself to be named Manny and not Oliver and the spirit would try to like lure April in and like have April do like kind of little mischievous stuff and then a lot of activity would happen in that bedroom not the type of activity you want to be happening in the bedroom no 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 no. the family also reported seeing an apparition of a father son and their dog at the top of the staircase and the family would try to get their attention, but the ghost never looked at the family. Ooh. <laughs> there are so many spirits in this house. Oh, it just keeps going. It so really three, does. Three years after the family lived there, that's when shit's finally started to you know, kick up and get juicy and good. So the family began noticing horrible smells, and the family actually described the smell as smelling like rotting flesh. Okay, first off. Why do they know what it smells like? Like, why do they know what rotting flesh smells like? Literally. <laughs> so many questions on that one. I have a ton of questions already. Mostly, first off, how do I physically have to get a red flag and throw it at you to <laughs> like, finally literally. see the red flags? If I wake up one day... Honestly, that would probably be my kicker. If I wake up and I'm like, huh, it smells like absolute shit in this house. (laughs) And if I describe something as smelling like rotting flesh, I am getting the fuck out. Because you know what? My husband's shit stinks, but nothing will be rotting flesh. (laughs) Okay, let's get past the red flags already. First off, red flag number one, if you just swept your kitchen, imagine turning around and seeing dirt on the floor. My OCD. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, you just keep seeing strange things everywhere that look like people. And then you wake up and your house smells like absolute rotten ass. Yeah, I mean, and it just keeps getting worse from there. I mean, this shit's getting gradual, but like at the end, you like there's just no going back. Dude, at the end, like you're like, I I don't think I would ever I would I would just get out. I would have lived in a hotel or something. Granted, they have five kids, so I'm sure that it was not a thing Don't that could they happen. Have family and friends, like if you told me and you called me up and you're like, "Hey, I think my house is haunted. I woke up and it smells like absolute shit, and I think it could have the scent of rotting flesh." I'd be like, "Hell yeah, come over." Well, I mean, we're. I'm pretty sure I could just be like, "Yo, there's some shit in my house," and you'd be like, "Ooh, can I come over?" Okay, true. But if any of my friends call me up and they're like, hey, I think I smell rotting flesh, I'd be like, nah, let's not live in that smell, man. Just come over. Or did you try a Febreze? <laughs> Dude, but at the end of the day, if they also told you about the spirits, you would literally be like, yo, I'm okay, going to pack yeah. some shit and I'll be right there. <laughs> I think none of my friends would stay in their house and I'd be the one in there. But like, you would that's just switch a places. different story. I you would literally be like, yo, watch my kid for like two days. <laughs> Um, I'll be back. I'll I'll trade you. You babysit my kid, 
and I'll give you some living situation. Give me two days in your house. And then if I come back possessed by Satan, you just take me to a well and throw me down there. And that's my origin story. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm I'm pretty sure your friends. Well, no, actually, your friends know you. They're probably not concerned. They probably want to join you. (laughs) I was going to say, even with the shit that we've just done. Like by ourselves. True. (laughs) So it gets better. By the way, better means worse. (laughs) Correct. So the family would also describe the basement as a cold, stinky presence. And the family would try to avoid the basement, but the heating equipment was, of course, located in the basement. So they made... The dad, Roger, go down to the basement and fix it. Yeah, because it would just mysteriously turn off. <laughs> and every morning, the family would wake up and they would be hit with the smell so horrible, they described it as smelling like death. You know, besides from the rotting flesh. that That's a whole different smell. Okay. I still want to know how the fuck they thought, like... You wake up and you're like, oh my god, this smells like shit. But you don't go, oh my god, this smells like rotting flesh. You know unless you have experience. I would literally be like, to my husband, I'd be like, did you shit yourself? Like, you gotta go check yourself? <laughs> and then if this kept happening every day, I'd be like, alright, we gotta shower. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I would like, clean, get nice candles going in the house. I mean, if you're describing the smell as death, like, you gotta, like, spruce it up the place, open up some you, windows. You would literally look at your husband and be like, lift your armpits, I need to check something. <laughs> or I'd be like, go to the bathroom, check your underwear. <laughs> did you shit turn around? Let me see if I see a lump. Or did Hunter shit? You would go around, you would smell everybody, smell everything, and then you'd and be like, what the fuck is going on? And then you'd okay. probably call a plumber. I'd be like, all right, time for the bath and body work candles. You know, that's how we deal with the smell. (laughs) We deal with the smell like we deal with everything in life. You cover it up. (laughs) You just cover it up and pretend it's not there until it gets to the point where you can't. Wait, this gets better. So every single day at 5.15 in the morning, the family would be flung from their beds from what the family believed to be demonic possession. Look. This could actually be beneficial. Imagine you have a kid in high school that doesn't want to get his ass up. And you're like, it's either me or the demon that gets you up. What do you want? You're either getting your ass flung out of bed by a demon or you're getting your ass flung out of bed by me. Take your pick. Okay, first of all, I no high school student has to wake up at 5.15 in the morning unless they have to travel by like walking or some shit. When I woke up at 5.15 in the morning for high school, it's because I did not do my homework the night before. You were a horrible student. I love you, but I... you're horrible. <laughs> okay, first off, I would like to point out, I graduated with a pretty decent GPA you by did. doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> you did, which is quite impressive. We should, yeah, I was about to say, we should all actually just be impressed by me. I, I did a pretty average job i think i only got like two c's at most on my like most of my report cards that's actually pretty good yeah i'm good pretty job, sure Jenny. i think i got like a 3.5 gpa 
think mine was higher, but I don't remember. That shit Yours was, so was long definitely ago. higher, dude. You actually studied and shit. I had to. <laughs> I was, if I didn't study, like my shit was like done. But then I went to college and really didn't give a fuck. I mean, I dropped out. But like, and, and dude, in high school, I was literally doing the homework that was due the next period, the period before. Okay, I used to steal this one girl's Kindle. If we have religion class. We, we went to a private high school. Oh, we're not talking would... about zoology. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole different story. We're, we're horrible people. But yeah. besides yeah. that, I used to take this girl's Kindle. We'd switch off in front of the teacher. I'd show him the Kindle with her homework on it, and he'd give me full credit. He also said I'd look sexy in my prom dress, but that's a whole oh, different that story. that religion teacher. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. How did we go now. from wait, 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 we have a re- we had religion teachers multiple, and we are doing this as a thing right now. Catholic school I didn't work on us. Catholic, yeah, I was gonna say sometimes it does the opposite. I mean, I had a yeah a baby, and I wasn't married. I mean, I'm <laughs> gay. Yeah, we did great. Um, so Catholic, Catholic school, school so doesn't proud. always work. I just want to point that out. Um, we in should fact, be the poster board for a grammar school. You could end up like us. Well, if we I'll wouldn't work Hunter. anymore, our grammar school closed out. I'll hold Hunter. You can hold the gay pride flag. I'll just take off my wedding bands you and send put a middle finger. Catholic school. Look, look how this could be turning out. You could end up like me, or you can end up like Jenny. This is take not all pick. Catholic schools, by the way. We're just special. We're. We're the special breed. We're, we're the we are the special breed, but um, but also our our high school wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind it. I mean, the, some of the teachers truly sucked ass, and I wonder uh, if they just went like on like Craigslist for the teachers. But besides the point. So like overall, I didn't mind it because it was a a decent experience. It's just. I, it didn't prepare you for life. Oh, no. I mean, I was a good two-shoes. I, I had perfect attendance. I actually got an award for that. I did, uh, like, yeah. a bunch of clubs, a bunch of service, like, a bunch of religious shit. Like, I was, like, like decent. That was you. On the other end, I was the one who made friends with all the teachers, so that way I could sneak through life. Um, I... Yeah, there's there's a lot of shit. I was late. I think you were late 60. every fucking day. <laughs> Let me tell you a story, everyone. Jenny was late every fucking day of high school. I got into a massive, a massive fucking car accident where my car is almost totaled. totaled. And mind you, I am never late. Ever late. I go Literally. to the freaking attendance lady and she's giving me attitude because my school ID is in my freaking car that's being towed off the main freaking road to get to the high school and she's like where's your ID I'm like oh I'm so sorry I'm the one that got into the car accident it's being towed hands me detention slip all right I'll go fuck myself and then she's screaming at the top of her lungs to go to the nurse's office and I scream right back I'm like I'm going to the freaking nurse's office. And then I get to the nurse's office and she calls the nurse to make sure I'm there. But it's okay. I got the detention taken away because I complained to all my teachers. And they were like, is she stupid? And I was like, yeah, she's a fucking... (laughs) I can't finish that. In other news, I made friends with the attendance lady because I was um, late more than 30 times that one year. 
me and that tennis lady had beef and i'm still salty about it almost 10 years later dude i was late like a lot i was told in middle school that i was gonna get detention because i'm always late and then I went to high school and I cruised. I got one detention and it was for talking. Isn't that funny? Because it I didn't funny. fucking talk. No, Jenny. My mom didn't know Jenny had a voice until eighth grade almost. And here we and are on a podcast. Irony at its finest. We love irony. I came out gay talking. <laughs> you did. And that. But too bad. I mean, I could just see Connie being like, I'm going to let the demon fucking fling your ass from the bed. She would. Mother well, I'm pretty sure you had demons in your house anyway. But Well, yeah, I mean, but they didn't fling me from my bed, which is very nice. Oh, no, they just stared considered. at you from your bed. Yeah, which is fine. They let me sleep. Very nice yeah. of them. Yeah, you had like, nice if spirits. I have, a, if I have a demon now staring at me while I'm asleep, they better let me fucking sleep, especially now with the baby. Because <laughs> if not, I will be the demon. <laughs> yeah, you don't get sleep. It's great. Not so for you. too. Now that we had a nice sidetrack conversation about... I'm sure there's going to be more. But stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone. So, in 1974, Caroline was just chilling on her couch, and she was taking a nap, and she woke up with a sharp pain in her calf, and she was having muscle spasms in her leg. And when she woke up, she noticed a pool of blood. She wasn't sure what caused her leg injury, and she found nothing around the couch that could have, like, caused her leg to bleed. She thought it could have been bees. Maybe she sat, like, on a thumbtack. I don't know why the fuck she thought it was bees, but that's a whole different story. But Wouldn't you feel it? Like, that's not the first thing I'm thinking of. If I go, ow, I'm going to think, oh, did I leave something in my pocket that cut me? Not, oh, shit, is there bees in my couch? Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird thought. Yeah, but that was a fun fact. So, none of the sisters knew why their mother was being targeted. So, Caroline decided to do some research, and she learned that the house was with the same family for eight generations, like you said previously, and they all died in mysterious or horrifying ways. Some drowned by the creek that was near the house. One family member got murdered. Don't know how he got murdered, but he was murdered. Just a few with them decided to hang themselves in the attic. Yeah, that's not a fun time. I okay. So this is a serious topic, the whole suicidal uh hanging themselves thing. But like I wanna know if it was like an actual like, you know, mental thing. Or, or did the demons make them do it? Like the yeah. demons got in their head and then the demons were yeah, like cause that that's an actual thing that I'm sure happens a lot. Well, yeah. not a lot, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, it do- it does make make you question. I don't know, and I don't think anyone will ever know. Nope. So, there was a main spirit that was antagonizing Caroline, and the spirit was named Bathsheba Sherman. She used to be the neighbor, and she was also known as being the mistress of the house. And she viewed Caroline as competition because she viewed Caroline as wanting to be the mistress. So Bathsheba used to live on that property, like being the neighbor in the mid-1800s. And she was rumored to be a Satanist. Um, She uh, murdered a baby with a long-ass needle that pierced the baby's skull. And she was taken to trial... But it was never she was never convicted. 
and people believe she sacrificed that baby to the devil. I believe it. I do too. That's horrible. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> There's no other words for that one. No. So one night, it's believed that Bathsheba attacked Caroline in the kitchen, and when Caroline, that's when Caroline and Roger had enough, and they called, they called Ed and Lorraine Warren. So I'm gonna give you a little background, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh my God! I feel like everyone knows who they are. I mean, I think we should do movies. a whole episode on them. We should. I think. I think we gotta. But just like a little sprinkle of information before we do a whole spritz. big episode. Ed was a veteran of World War II, and he became a demonologist through individual studies. Lorraine was a clairvoyant and a medium, and she's able to communicate with spirits and demons. They both founded the New England Society of Psychic Research, and they are the most famous paranormal investigators in the United States. And I would also like to point out that Except for that last fact, everything is allegedly. Yeah. Because a lot of people believe that they were frauds. Yeah, a lot of people didn't believe them. And there's like a lot of um, backlash and speculation against them. Yeah, because uh, even with this, um, with this case specifically, they didn't do anything. Yeah. So we'll get into that. So when... Lorraine Warren came, she believed that Caroline's leg injury was caused by Bathsheba stabbing her with a sewing needle. You know what? Makes sense. I could see it. Better than the bees. Uh, It would make more... I would say it would make more sense, but honestly, it doesn't. (laughs) We'll just skip that part. So, the Warrens came to the house multiple times, and the Warrens would conduct seances, which actually led to Caroline becoming possessed by Bathsheba. And Caroline would speak in tongues and voices that were not, like, of her own. And once, she was on a chair, and she made the chair levitate, with her, like, sitting in it. And then, a power that was not from this world through her 20 feet into another room. Okay, so many things. Um, If I see my mother getting yeeted into <laughs> another room, first of all, I'm going to be like... Andrea saw it, supposedly. Yeah, the daughter did. Yeah, the daughter she, she's saying that this. she witnessed it. But like, like... What would you do if you see your mom get yeeted? Okay, first off, I wouldn't see my mom get yeeted because my ass would have been out of that house fucking ages ago. <laughs> But I just don't know why I keep picturing my mom just fucking levitating in a chair and getting yeeted. (laughs) And all I hear is going, Dominic! (laughs) (laughs) She would would cut through the demon just to yell at you. (laughs) She would. She'd be like, it's your fault. She would be throwing your whole ass name around and just be like, what the fuck did you do to me? Oh. Okay, let's continue. So Roger actually kicked the Warrens out because he was worried about his wife's safety and sanity. And, you know, the family just eventually came to terms that, hey, we're going to live with some fucked up things in this house, but that's okay. They had no choice, though. Yeah. They weren't able to financially move out. Yeah. That's kind of what fucked them over. In the end, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... They did state that after the Warrens came, it did die down a bit. 
I mean, okay. <laughs> I still don't believe that the Warrens did anything. I don't know about I don't you. No, I mean, I I do believe that Lorraine saw things in that house. Like I believe she saw, like fucked up things i'm pretty sure any medium that walks in that house will see or feel anything bad in that house yeah so the family was able to leave the house in the 1980s and in 2013 lorraine did an interview and she stated that the things that went on in that house were incredibly frightening and it still affects me to talk about today that's a direct quote from her and that's like in 2013. So from like the 1970s until like 1930. Night. Oh my god. 2013. <laughs> Woo. You say the 70s? Yeah, it was the 70s. Yeah. Like, Damn. It still shook that's... Lorraine Ward. Dude, that's like 40 plus years. Yeah. So I mean, God knows what the hell she saw. I mean, in the films, they show you like other demons well, and the, like the films the were the films were a little different. Because yeah, like they the actually film... showed that the Warrens fully helped them and got the demon out. Yeah, which wasn't true. No. But, um, the films also showed them doing an exorcist, and Lorraine Warren said that they would have never done it because it has to be done by a Catholic priest. Oh. It makes me wonder. That is true. It makes me wonder if any of the Catholic priests we grew up with ever had to do an exorcism. <laughs> so apparently, I remember learning this, I think it was in high school, that... um. There's in the archdiocese, like there's an archdiocese, like, like I know there's one in Newark. I don't know where else there's one located, but per archdiocese, there's one priest designate to be like in charge of like exorcisms and paranormal, but like nobody knows who that priest is. Like it's held secret for a reason. I think so. Well, Dude, I mean, I, I guess you don't know. want. I mean, I guess you don't want to like think of like your priest like. All right, it's held mass. Time to go exercise this demon out of old Linda Lou over there. I would have paid more attention. <laughs> That's us. But you think like the old people are going to be like, oh, there goes father. God bless him. He's going to go exercise another demon. I mean, true, but like it, it's pretty cool. Like, low key. It's pretty you know, cool knowing that. Let me text my one friend because I feel like she would know that. Because she works for um the church, and her mom works for the church as well. I feel like she'd know that answer. I think. I don't actually know. But I'll ask her. I mean, her. we can find out. So, getting back to some facts. Years after the paranormal activity that occurred in the house, it was reported that drawings of a woman with a crooked neck was drawn by children and found, like, deep within the house so this is the part where i'm gonna blow your fucking mind and it scares me too yeah i had a fucking dream like multiple dreams of a fucking crooked neck woman the past couple days is it because you knew we were gonna film no i didn't even know like this freaking thing existed until i did research like an hour ago oh yeah you got some weird dreams but you always have these weird dreams yeah, but, like, this one was, like, so specific. Like, I dreamt of this fucking woman with a crooked neck. Huh. And it gets creepier because I saw her by a well. And then another paranormal investigator stated that she- he saw a woman with a crooked neck standing by a fucking well. Dude. 
I don't know if that means we had to get you to the conjuring house or keep you away from it. I don't know. I feel like your girlfriend will know that answer. Let me ask her. Hey, babe. If Dominique keeps hearing, uh, keeps having these dreams about um, a woman, is it a woman with a crooked neck? Yeah. A woman with a crooked neck by a well. And it just happens, to, like for the past couple of days, and it just happens to be um, that there is known that there's a children was drawing a picture of a woman with a crooked neck uh, by a, was it by a well? Well, one paranormal investigator saw her by a well. Oh, and a paranormal investigator saw her by a well. Does that mean we had to bring her there? Does that mean we had to keep her away? She said if you have it one more time to take notes. Okay. I can well, do that. I mean, I could always make this our Instagram real and maybe we could get actual answers from the people who follow us. Uh yeah, let me know if I should be concerned or maybe I'm psychic. Um my girlfriend thinks it's either a warning or somebody uh something's trying to pull you in to go there. Oh, so bad things can happen to you. Oh my god, and it's so funny because knowing you, if you were ever offered to go there, you would go in I a would. heartbeat. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my god, if we get a person offering us uh, to bring us to the Conjuring house, that's when you know something's just trying to get Dominique there. Dude, but that freaked me out when I was doing research. I was like almost like screaming. I was there's, like, what the dude, hell? Dude, there's a lot of random shit that's been going on with like things around us since we started this shit. I know, it's getting like creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's me, so I'm like, okay, it's kind of cool also. <laughs> But I mean, not cool when I'm like alone in the morning and I'm like, ah, oh, there's my friend, the crooked neck woman who looked like a demon from hell. All right. So. Any last thing uh, other than your creepy ass motherfucking dreams, which is weird because we keep calling these things dreams when they're actuality like fucking nightmares. Yeah. The The dream that you had was me running into a fucking pole and then turning into a cocoon. <laughs> I'm sure that was a dream. But, like, I wouldn't call these dreams. Yeah, these are nightmares, and they're so vivid. I've been yeah. having vivid dreams, like, since I've been pregnant. Like, I'm not pregnant currently. Not- I'm not pregnant currently. <laughs> I'm saying last year when I was pregnant. I mean, one could hope. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want more nieces and nephews. Um, but, no, you've had these dreams since we were younger. Yeah. Yeah, we, like we literally vivid. used to write them down or some shit. Or you would like text me every day since like fucking middle school being like, yo, I just had a fucking weird ass dream about you. Yeah. This is not uh, abnormal. It's weird. This one definitely weird. Coincidental. Um, But nothing's really coincidence. Dude. So, <laughs> I would it was like the end of my away. research too when I was like I got into the crooked neck woman and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't even see that. I remember it because I watched videos about it, but like, that's fucking crazy. God, I really haven't seen a lot of videos. I mean, besides the movie on this. Oh, no, I saw a couple YouTube videos. Because they let yeah. YouTubers into the house. Do they? Yeah, some of them. Uh, Sam and Colby went. Uh, Did they? I think Elton might have gone. Seth Borden, uh, Josh something. 
I'm sure Ghost Hunters and Ghost Avengers and all those shows went there. I'm sure because they actually allow tours in there now. Wow. Yeah. I know there's a girl on TikTok that like lives in the house. Yeah. So fun fact, um, the the new owners of the house actually it took them four months to sleep in different bedrooms, like not even in different bedrooms. It took them four months to sleep in not like leave the one room they were in are you serious yeah because it was just so much activity and they still they only have part of the house and then they leave the other parts for the spirits jesus yeah and imagine it's a 14 bedroom house like it's a farmhouse and they're only in this tiny part because the other part they put for the spirits and tours and you also have to sign a waiver um that includes like you know if you get possessed by a spirit it's not their fault if there's (laughs) if you have any um attacks from a spirit it's not their fault like you got you're basically signing your life away jesus i didn't know just assuming it's not their fault yeah no, no no so they actually have it open um but again they're it's literally in the clause they have 13 or so reasons why it's not their fault and uh they're they're literally like demon possession and all that shit well yeah i mean you gotta cover your own ass oh you don't get of course of course wow yeah but isn't that fucking crazy yeah so i mean i know like just from doing the research people have reported that when they're in april's bedroom they were able to capture on their thermal reader Manny's presence by April's closet. Wait, what presence? A Manny. Man? So remember, it was like her imaginary friend who was named Oliver, but then he like revealed himself to be Manny. Mm, okay, got you. And then uh, people who have also gone to the house and stayed in the house reported multiple paranormal things happening. They witnessed a ball moving on its own down the hallway with no one around or inside they saw a woman in white standing at the kitchen window doors would open on their own and cell phones would get knocked off the nightstand oh dude you know what you know what we missed what um the i forgot who oh my god i gotta look back on the research but there was something about uh soldiers bodies being in the walls like dead ass you did you didn't see that in your research no Alright, I was, along with research, I also saw a couple of YouTube videos, and, um... Like the haunted Connecticut, where their bodies were on the wall? Well, I... Okay, I'm going to, as we're speaking, double-check myself. So, I'm on, let's see, it's called TurnTo10.com, and it says, Roger Perone... Uh, one of the former owners told uh, how one of his daughters said an entity in her bedroom told her that there were seven dead soldiers buried in the walls. No, so thank one of, you. One of the spirits told them that there were seven dead bodies in the wall. He d- he tried to debunk it, saying that there was it wasn't big enough for uh, like you know, bodies in the walls. Which I mean, I mean, it could be true. You know, when walls are thin, when they're not, but like. What are the odds? And I've seen what if they were just all in the basement. I mean, 
Could be, but I'm pretty sure they were talking about in the daughter's walls. I mean, okay. So, I talk about Sam and Colby a lot because I watch a lot. I I pretty much watch all their videos. And they were in Conjuring House. But I'm sure it was. I mean, I believe it. But it could be debunked. uh, Because we could all say that they just, you know, looked up the uh, Seven Dead Soldiers thing. But they did have a thing where they did the Estes Method. And uh, I think it was. And they were talking about soldiers and that there were seven dead soldiers. Oh, wow. They did it in the house. First off, Colby put himself in the basement by himself. Oh, no. Thank you. Uh, And had some moments in that basement by himself. I'm Um, sure he did. While Sam went into the back where there's supposedly the seven dead soldiers' uh, bodies. Um, And then... I forgot where the other person... No, it was just the two of them alone in the house, I believe. And then... Shit. Sam was walking the back... Like, in the backyard where he was... Doing something. And I think he was doing the uh, spear box. And they were talking about soldiers with Sam. And then... He, like... Turned around and saw... A shadow figure of a person in the window... And then ran back to try to get Colby. Jesus. Yeah, it was a whole ordeal. It was actually one of my favorite videos from them, honestly. I gotta watch that one later. Yeah, it's it's a really good episode. They did it twice. They did one where they brought Amanda, who's a medium. Uh, and as soon as she walks in the house, she felt bad energy. I mean, I'm sure she did. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and that was, I think, the same episode where they caught like this little boy on the thermo... Uh, uh, no, on camera. Like, peeping out the window. Oh my god. Yeah. So, it was it was a really good episode. Um, and then after uh, the second one around, uh, they did where they did overnight by themselves. Oh, and they brought Katrina, who's Sam's girlfriend, and I think Stas. Yeah, they were, they were traumatized. <laughs> I, I don't blame them. I mean, I feel like yeah. the house is a little scary. Yeah, they also did the Estes Method in the basement. Good. Yeah, so if we thought we were dumb, I just want you to know there are people who are a little bit Dumber. more adventurous. <laughs> Except, I mean, I totally go. You would. You would. You would probably also do the Estes Method in the basement. A thousand percent. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I know you. Uh-huh. That's that's why I'm glad that we're broke. <laughs> Gotta live on the edge. Um... I mean, sure, but, like, no. Live on the edge as long as it's not of death. Live on the appropriate edge of death. Sure. Maybe not, just because you have a kid. You right. Yeah. You right, actually. So, like, you you can't, but, like, you could see it from afar. I'll let you do that. How about that? Oh, thank you. I'll do that, actually. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe during the daytime. But, yeah, I mean, that's all the facts of the Conjuring House. Would you go there? Of course. Well, I think everyone know I would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would go during the day. Friends of mine, tell me if you'll join me. (laughs) Friends of her, don't let her go at night. Please let me go at night. Don't let her go at night. She has a child, and he's That's cute true. as fuck. He is. 
He learned so, how to like, sit up on his own today from crawling to sitting, and I'm so happy. He's also in 12-month clothing, and I cried. <laughs> oh, my God. It's only, oh, my, imagine the photo shoots, the Halloween photo shoots. Stay tuned for those. We'll post a couple on our Instagram. And so, Jenny, by the way, them. yes, we've been to Spirit Halloween twice. I went today again. She's been there three times. We don't. Yeah. We have issues. It opened, no joke, four days ago. <laughs> it's my happy place. It's my serotonin. That is where I went when I was pregnant and miserable. And it's one of the only things that made me happy. Fair Halloween, if you're listening to this, she's now give us, give us a shout out. Give us a go. Yeah, we Give love us you a guys. sponsor. We Ooh. we will have no problem doing any sort of promo for you guys. We will promote the shit out of you guys. We are obsessed. And also, we got some plans for October. Yes, we do. October, it's going to be our month. It's always our month. Yes, but now it's going to be more our month. Fuck yeah, it is. So everyone stay tuned. I mean, it's coming. Everything is going to get bigger. And better. Than ever. (laughs) All right. So, you guys, you know the drill. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we are on. Uh, Feel free to leave us a review. That would actually help us a lot. That will help push our podcast further into the audiences. Please and thank you. So, if you're listening, say on Spotify, give us a five-star rating, Apple Podcasts, leave us a whole-ass review, tell us if you want to hear anything more than what we're talking about, say anything, really. We love hearing from everyone. Um, You can follow our social medias at MDAT Podcast pretty much everywhere. Um, We got some TikToks coming up um, that... We learned that Dominique is definitely the first one to, you know, die in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I watched them <laughs> to find out what we're talking about. And then I think that might be it. Thank you all for listening. Um, next time, we are going to talk about Ohio State Penitentiary. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Stay spooky, bitches. Stay sexy, stay spooky. Peace. See ya.